Jesus loves me. I will smile, oh Jesus loves me. Hallelujah. Smile, Jesus loves me. I will smile, oh Jesus loves me. Hallelujah. Smile, Jesus loves me. I will smile, oh Jesus loves me. Hallelujah. Smile, smile, Jesus loves me. I will smile, oh Jesus loves me. Hallelujah. Smile, Jesus loves you. You will smile, oh Jesus loves you. Hallelujah. Smile, smile, Jesus loves you. You will smile, oh Jesus loves you. Is it you will smile? Oh, you should smile, Jesus loves you. <laughs> I've forgotten the lyrics, so it goes away. Smile, Jesus loves me. I will smile, oh, Jesus loves me. Hallelujah. Smile, Jesus loves me. I will smile, oh, Jesus loves me. Hallelujah. The most excellency is Jesus. Shout, hallelujah, amen. The most excellency is Jesus. Ooh, shout hallelujah, amen. Sorry. <clears throat> most excellency is Jesus. Shout hallelujah, amen. The most excellency is Jesus. Shout hallelujah, amen, hallelujah, amen, hallelujah, amen. Amen, hallelujah, amen, hallelujah, amen, hallelujah, amen, amen, hallelujah, amen, hallelujah, amen, hallelujah, amen, hallelujah, amen, amen, hallelujah, amen, hallelujah, amen, amen, hallelujah, amen, hallelujah, amen. Have a very big God who is always by my side. A very big God, oh, by my side, by my side. I have a very big God, oh, always by my side. By my side, by my side. I have a very big God, oh, it's always by my side. A very big God, oh, by my side, by my side. Amen. Don't mind my voice. Oh my name, man. We are on a fast 21 days fast. Today is day 13. One more hour to go before I can eat. It's 6 to 6, but we are using the American time, the Columbus, Ohio time. So me, I'm in Germany, and it's after it when it's midnight. After midnight, my time. Right, so it's not easy, man. But God is our strength. God is our strength. Good evening. Welcome. It's Wednesday and it's Thanksgiving service. So before we dive into today's message, let's welcome Abba Father. Let's welcome Yahweh. Father, you are the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the mighty man in battle. Yahweh, we give your glory, honor, thanks, praise, and adoration. Father, take over me, take over this service, less of me and more of you. Speak through me, Lord. Bring glory to your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. So you hear me singing like that. Hunger. Hunger is wiring me, man. Can't come and be pretending here. As I want to do a cappella, by the way I'm singing, eh? The hunger. <laughs> oh, it is well. We need 
a touch from the master. We need a touch from the Lord. Touch us one more time, Savior. Touch us one more time, O Lord. Jesus, touch us. Touch us one more time, O Lord. We need a touch from the Master. We need a touch from the Lord. Touch us one more time, Savior. Jehovah, touch us. Touch us one more time, O Lord. Jesus, touch us. Touch us one more time, O Lord. We need a touch from the Master. We need a touch from the Lord. Touch us one more time, Savior. Jehovah, touch me. Touch me one more time. Oh, Lord, oh, Jesus, touch me. Touch me one more time, oh, Lord. I need a touch from the Master. I need a touch from the Lord. Touch me one more time, Savior. Master, touch me. Touch me one more time, oh Lord. Jehovah, touch me. Touch me one more time, oh Lord. I need a touch from the Master. I need a touch from the Lord. Touch me one more time, Savior. It is a great to serve the Lord, it is a great to serve the Lord, it is a great to serve the Lord, walking in the light of God. Come on, eh? Hey. Oh, walk, 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 walking in the light. Oh, walk, 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 walking in the light. Oh, walk, 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 walking in the light, walking in the light of God. Amen. Today's message is titled, Thanksgiving Service slash People Will Always Be Sarcastic. Amen. Amen. People will always be sarcastic. Let me take you to the book of Matthew, uh, the book of John. John 7. I thought I opened it. What happened? I flipped the page without realizing it. No problem. John 7 verses Verses 2 to 4. But soon it was time for the Jewish festival of Shetas. And Jesus' brother said to him, Leave here and go to Judea, where your followers can see your miracles. You can become famous if you hide like you can become famous if you hide like this. If you can do such wonderful things, show yourself to the world. Amen. Amen. Let me read it again. 
I'm reading the New Living Translation. But soon it was time for the Jewish festival of Shelitas. Of Shelitas. These names are times say, Forgive me if I don't pronounce it rightly. Shelitas. And Jesus' brothers said to him, Leave here and go to Judea, where your followers can see your miracles. You can't become famous if you hide like this. If you can do such wonderful things, show yourself to the world. Amen. Amen. Those were his brothers telling him to go to the festival. Let him go and perform miracles. He can become famous if he sits here. Because Jesus had told them that it's not yet time for him to go. Anyway, when you read further, then you will see that. He said, you can go. Probably before they, they wrote it in the Bible, he was talking with the brothers. Maybe when the brothers were getting ready, they were like, are you not taking your bath? Won't you go? And he said, no, I won't go. And then they said, no. You can't get famous if you stay at home. You can't become famous. Go and perform your miraculous sign. Go and show it to the world. And if you read further, he said, you can go. I'm not going to this festival because my time has not yet come. And if you read further, you see that Jesus later went. But that's not our focus today. Our focus today is the way the brothers said it. They were sarcastic. If you are not sensitive, you will think the brothers they really care. They want him to be famous. They didn't believe in him. Verse 5 says, he said, for his brothers did not believe in him. They didn't believe in him. They were just being sarcastic, pretending like, oh, we really care about you. Go out there and show what you got. Your, your followers will be waiting. They're expecting you. No, but that was not the case. They were being sarcastic. There are people in your life just a minute. Oh my God. It's like something is burning. Sorry about that, people. I was cooking and I turned off the, the stove, so I thought probably I didn't do it properly because I could smell something like something is burning. Okay. So it's not like his brothers, they really care about him. No. They were being sarcastic. They, didn't, they never believed in him anyway. So that was just a show they were putting on. You know, like there's some people, you, you might be now in a situation where you have these people in your life who don't believe in you. And they pretend. 
Probably God has called you. Or you say, now I'm a born again Christian. I've given my life to Christ. The old me is dead and gone. I don't longer do those things. And there's a crusade going somewhere. And they're like, ah, madam, why are you sitting here? You're not going for crusade. Your people are there already. You know that type of thing. It's not like they care. It's not like they want you to go to that crusade. But they are saying it in this manner to annoy you. To make mockery of you. To insult you. To make you feel mean. They are being mean to you. To irritate you. Just to make fun of you. That's what it's all about. Oh, I heard there's a crusade down there. What are you still doing? Are you not going for that crusade? There's a crusade and you being born again doesn't mean you have to go to every crusade. It doesn't mean you have to go for every crusade or every gathering or every church. Or probably on a Sunday you don't feel like going to church. Probably you are sick or you are not feeling well. Ah, today is Sunday now. Why are you here? Go to church. Oh, ah, ah, they're expecting you. No, they don't mean well. They're making fun of you. But I got news for you. Jesus went through this. So you should be encouraged, child of God. Jesus went through this. His own brothers, not even outsiders, his own brothers, they did this to him. All these signs and wonders you are performing. We heard you heal somebody yesterday. You deliver somebody. Why are you sitting here? Go, that's a festival now. Where there will be thousands and thousands of people. Go and show them your power there. Don't be doing all this corner corner here. All these small, small things you are doing here around the house, healing people. Mm -mm. Go, that is where you need to go and prove that your power. In other words, that's what the brothers were telling him. That should be a big festival. For everybody to be getting ready, you know, they're all getting ready. Well, if you read for that, you see, they, it was so full. They were even looking for him, the teachers of the Lord. They were telling people, if you see him, Jesus even came. But we are not going into that. Today's message is people will always be sarcastic. But stay focused. Stay focused. They might be like, oh, I thought you said God called you. You've not yet opened your ministry. I was somewhere. Some years ago, probably about five years ago. And um, a woman was asked to, to pray. So we went to, what happened is we went to visit somebody who lost the mother. And while we were there, one lady came who is a born again Christian. And they asked her to pray. For the family, the bereaved family. So she, she stood up. She made her prayer. She prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed. And after she prayed, she finished. Somebody said, ah, you should open a church, eh? But this woman did not get it. The woman said, no, I can't open a church. I have my pastor. But I knew exactly what he meant. He was just being sarcastic. And the woman answered innocent. The woman said, no. I can't open my. I can't open a church. I have. I have a pastor. You are not the first one. She went ahead and explaining. <laughs> she said, "You are not the first one who have told me this. People have said it, but I have a pastor." And the guy was laughing. 
So as a Christian, expect this. Expect this. Jesus went through. He said, if he can go through all of this persecution, who even will go through it as well. And even worse. Because we are emulating him. We are following his footsteps. So what they did to him, they will do it to us. They will not spare us. Look at, if you read the book of Acts of the apostles, the apostles, they died terrible death. John the Baptist, he was beheaded. What did he do for saying the truth? A whole lot of them. They died terrible death. They beat them. They make mockery of them. They torture them. I mean, ask them not to preach in the name of Jesus. So what of, if they can go through that and you think you escape people being sarcastic? No, don't cry. When they are, just smile. When they are being sarcastic to you, just smile. Don't show any sign of weakness by crying, by saying, oh, why are you saying that? Oh, you don't believe in me. No, 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 no. You know what you know. I remember when I had the call of, when God called me, and uh, I was about to resign. I think after I've resigned already, yes, after I've resigned, and then this lady called me from my church, and we're talking. And she was like, hey, you have to be careful because there are many voices out there. <laughs> I just laugh. I didn't say anything. So she's pretending now like she's, she, she cares. You have to be careful because but she doesn't really care. She didn't care. All she cared was that, oh, this one that we thought will put her to be at the forefront to do this thing for us, yet now she's resigning from her position, coming to tell us that God has called her. So like we now, we don't know God. Yeah, pretending to care. Now we'll be careful. There are many voices out there. Did I tell you that I heard a voice that said, Kati, go on, go and preach, go to the radio and preach. Did I tell you that it was a voice that I heard that I said, oh, you are not my ordained daughter. I have called you. You don't even know how my call came about. That is the thing with people. At times people will claim they know you. They don't know you. They don't know anything about you. So you know yourself. You know how God called you. You know the promises he has made upon your life. He has told you, you are going to be my servant. I'm going to make you great. You will travel nations. You will heal the sick. You will restore people. You will cast out devils. And you tell people, it's okay, this is my life now. I have to live right. I don't have to fornicate. You tell your boyfriend, say, no, we have to break up. I don't want to fornicate again because God has called me. His son is upon me. You tell your girlfriend, see, I can't be going with you for again. No, those things we used to do, I can't do them any longer. I'm a changed person. They're like, oh, really? And they are waiting one year, two years, nothing is happening. Probably you are preaching like I'm doing right now. I just go quietly, I do my thing, and I go, I don't write it on my forehead. I don't have a church. There's no building that is written like Cathy's ministry. It's ministry, especially people don't see me online to preach, uh, on Facebook. 
I don't go on Facebook and preach. So they'll be like, I, I told this one, say, go call her. And then they'll meet you finally. They're like, ah, madam, what is going on now? God called you. So what's going on? Should have been holding big programs by now. When are you holding your first reviver? I beg, invite me. You think they care? No, they're making mockery of you. Is it not you who said God has called you? It's been two years. We've not heard that you've organized any revival program. We don't even see you on Facebook. Do you even have followers? Do you even have followers? Are there people even listening to you? Who have you healed? I've not heard that you pray for somebody and the person got healed. I've not heard that you've you cast out demons or devils. And they're coming to pretend, say, ah, madam, by now you should have been hosting or holding a, a revival program back when you want to do your very first one, invite me. I would like to come. No, they don't care. They are pretending, but that should not bother you. Stay focused. Jesus did not allow his brothers, their manner of talking to him, making fun of him to disturb him. No, he didn't even explain himself to them. Tell them that go, my time has not yet come. That's all he told them. And for sure, it was not yet his time. But as soon as they left, Jesus also left. When they left, God was like, okay, it's time. You go there and prove them wrong. Get up, dress up, and go. I've empowered you. God is a God walk in mysterious way. You that people are loving at when the time will come. Remember, God works with time. God works with time and season. He has set time and season for everything. So when that time will come. Those same people who are being sarcastic now will want to talk to you and it will be too late. You'll be like, no, sorry, there is no time. If you want to see me, book appointment like every other person. They'll even go and remove your pictures and they'll be showing, she's my friend. We used to be in school together. We went to high school together. Oh, she was my friend. She was my body body. We used to party in those days. Oh, look, at, they'll go and remove all pictures that people don't even recognize if that is you. Mm-hmm. Stay focused. When Jesus got to the temple, the people were amazed the way he was preaching. With so much wisdom. With so much wisdom, boldness, courage. People will say, is this not the man they are looking for to kill? He's not preaching. Yeah, the Holy Spirit was with him. So let people not talk you into going to do things also when it's not yet time. The same God who called you will tell you, when it's time to do that revival program. And you will not need to invite these people. The ones that God has put your way, that God says are your sheep, they will come. Remember, Jesus says no man can come to him except the Father gives you to him. Same with us preachers. Have you to wonder why you have press church, you have Catholic, you have Baptist, you have all these new generation churches, yet everybody goes to their own. You go to this one because that's where God has called you to be. You go to this one because this is where God has asked you to go and worship. Yes. So at the right time, the ones that your messages are meant for them will come looking for you, will come knocking. It might not even be our family friends. It might not even be our family. It might not even be our friends. Somebody from a strange land that you don't even know will be the one who believe in you and this one will be so blessed because 
Your family members and friends are claiming familiarity and it doesn't work like that. If you are familiar with the power, it won't work for you. You have to respect the anointing and the grace the servant of God is carrying before it can work. Even in Jesus' hometown, he didn't perform so much because he didn't believe in him. Who are you talking about as the Messiah? This Jesus I know who was running here playing football with no shoes on. Is he not the son of Mary and Joseph, the carpenter? The brothers and the sisters, they live among us. What are you telling me? Oh, God, a minute, please, people. This tap is misbehaving. Let me adjust it. On any music today, uh, I'm back. Sorry, so they're like, Which Jesus, are you talking about? Yes, so he could not perform much because they didn't believe he could not do much in his hometown. So, stay focused, let them laugh, let them make fun of you, even if you have one follower. Preach like you are preaching to 100 people. Because that message you are preaching on that day might be for that person. Each time I check and I see that they have listened, I say, Father, thank you. Bless this one for me. Each time I check and I see somebody has clicked, has listened to the messages, I give God all the glory. Yes. You out there are the ones who make me to have a ministry in the sense that I would have been preaching to myself. So the fact that there is one person, it might be that message that I preach on that day is meant for that person. That's why it's only one person. It's time for everything. You might be in your waiting season. Wait patiently, but keep on doing the work and stay focused. This message is to encourage someone who thinks, who, who is beginning to doubt his or herself? Like, did God really call me? Did God really make all these promises? Maybe it was my mind. No, it wasn't your mind. God did. That's why it's very important that when we have a dream or an encounter or a prophecy, write it down. Write it down. So when you want to feel discouraged, go back to your book and read it. Read the date. Oh, it was written 2020. I'm going to be one of the most richest people on earth. And you keep saying it. God will do it for you. Don't bother. At times myself, I used to ask, how is it going to happen? Or maybe God will just send an angel and deposit money in my account. Maybe God, somebody will have my email and then they will say God has led them to sow a seed. But that is wrong. It's not my duty to figure out how God is going to do it. He has promised me I've done my own part. So the ball is in his court. He would definitely going to do it. So write your dreams. Write your vision. Write your encounters. Write prophecy. Write, write them all down. But don't go looking for them. Because there are some people 
what is the future saying? And when the God, God has promised me this, I'm not hearing. And when is God, that's how you fall prey. No. Stay focused. God has called you. God has promised you this. Hold on to it. It will definitely come to pass. Because he is no man. He doesn't lie. Remember, know that people will always be sarcastic. People will always be sarcastic. But stay focused. Stay focused. Stay focused. Are you blessed? Are you blessed? We give God all the glory. Amen and amen. Thank you, Yahweh. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, King of Kings, Lord of Lords, the mighty man in battle. Father, take all the glory, take all the honor, thanks, praise, and adoration. We worship you, Lord. We worship you, Jesus. Father, we thank you for this wonderful week. We thank you, Lord, for the beginning of that the week started well. Thank you, Lord, that we are in the middle of the week. We give you all praise. We thank you. We thank you for strength. We thank you for your grace and your mercy. We thank you, Yahweh. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we pray that you take us throughout this week, the rest of the days, as I soak them with your precious blood, Lord of Jesus. That you take us throughout this week. Whatever blessing that is out there for us, it will not pass us by in the name of Jesus. Any plan of the enemy. Oh Lord Jesus, we send fire to the come of the enemy this week and forever and ever. Amen. We send fire to the come of the enemy. We send fire to their come. Let your grace and mercy be upon us, Father. We thank you, Holy Spirit. We thank you, sweet Jesus. We thank you, Yahweh. We thank you, Yahweh. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, sweet Jesus. Thank you. Until we meet again, you go out there, spread love, share love. I love you all, the love of God. This is what I am led to do. I have done my part. Listen to the messages, share them, pray, read your Bible, do your fasting. You must not do long fasting. You can do 6 to 12, 6 to 2, 6 to 3. But do it. Do it. We stand in the gap of our family members, those of us who are born again. It's not just for our own sake. Let's use it. Let's make ourselves as a point of contact. Father, heal them all. Deliver them. Bless them. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Until we meet again, I love you all the love of God. You are blessed. Bye-bye.